0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental
1: VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At T-Mobile, you can
0: get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my
1: DIY projects.
0: I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the, uh flames
1: switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks plus
2: two
0: iphone 11 pros on us with qualifying trading for well-qualified customers
2: plus taxes and fees essentials plan with auto pay. phone via 24 credits if you cancel before 24 credits remaining balance on full price of 999.99 for each device may be due contact us qualifying port and finance agreements required
1: i'm not going very far i'm in a rush it's too uncomfortable sometimes i just forget don't kid yourself There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services too. Cops are on the lookout and riding tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or tick it. metro
0: you get everything you need to rule your school year right now get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch plus enjoy high-speed data on both devices for just 75 dollars a month and with one amazon prime membership included you can watch amazon originals movies and shows stream endless music and enjoy free shipping metro by t-mobile rule your day with new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee offer valid for new amazon prime members amazon prime has a 12.99 a month cost restrictions apply
1: With Bruce Buffer.
0: And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. It's Bruce Buffer.
2: Bruce Buffer.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to It's Time Radio. I'm TJ DeSantis, and I'm sorry to let you know. That Bruce Buffer is not here It's a best of show Because I'm on the road With my family uh, Walt Disney World Exciting business Expensive business But exciting business Hopefully it's not too hot And humid But uh, I will be there With the family And uh, I'm excited It'll be magical uh, I apologize for the best of show, but we got a good one for you. Uh, we go back to our interview from about a year ago, probably a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago, with Ring Card Boy. That's a trademark term, by the way. Elias Theodoro, You may know him as UFC middleweight contender, Elias Theodoro, or just that dude with great hair and a perk Plus sponsorship. Uh, but I digress. Elias Theodoru, um, you know, he, he's a marketer not just a fighter, a marketer. And he chats uh, both fighting and marketing with one Bruce Buffer on this podcast. So sit back, relax, enjoy an offering from uh, one of our interviews from a library of over 400 shows. So thanks for listening. Sit back, relax, and uh, we'll be back next week with another live edition of It's Time with Bruce Buffer.
1: Hi, Elias. How
2: are you? Hey, Bruce. I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me on.
1: No, it's great to have you on. You know, I first met you after you won the Ultimate Fighter Nations, uh, I think it was Canada versus Australia, in the middleweight division. You came in the octagon undefeated, if I remember correctly. This Um, is true. Everything was just great. It was like a big entry into the octagon and a big exit as a winner in the octagon. Great fights. Everybody enjoys watching you. The girls love your hair. The girls love your looks. (laughs) The girls love Elias. I don't know if they really care about the fighting, but they're tuning in to see your handsome face, buddy. I know that for a fact. (laughs) Now you go forward and develop something that is blowing everybody away. You just had your first uh, showing. And if I'm saying this correctly, you are now a ring boy extraordinaire. Am I correct?
2: You are correct. Um, I, I was thankful enough to be a part of uh, Invicta 28 and uh, you know, played my little part in history. But, of course, uh, a great night of fights.
1: Now, the ring boy thing is obvious. Instead of a girl, it's a ring boy. Now, on that night in Invicta, which, again, for those listening and they're not aware of it, is all women fights. Okay, they're all female fighters. So why not have a ring boy for the female fighters the way we have ring girls for the male fighters as well as the female fighters? So was this something that just occurred to you that you wanted to do? Is it something that is starting out as a fun thing to do and it's one and out? Or are you looking at something at building a brand of the ring boy and developing this for other fights? What is your thoughts behind what happened the other night?
2: yeah, I'd definitely say it'd be the latter. Um, I thought that one, it was a great idea um, to obviously uh, you know start a conversation. Um, you know, the timing in some capacity felt right because there's been a lot of conversation of, you know whether we take out ring card holders altogether. Uh, this is a conversation that's been had in the UK, for instance, uh, where they actually removed uh, grid holders, as they're called, uh, female ones uh, from Formula One and also darts as well, which is huge in England. Um, so, you know, I wanted to start a conversation in a, in a fun way that in the true pursuit of equality, the answer is more, not less. I don't think there shouldn't be ring girls. I think there should be ring boys as well. So just trying to add, not subtract or distract, uh, from my part when I do it at Invicta.
1: So now when you think about it or when, when somebody other than yourself thinks about it, because you were looking for the response that I hope you receive, this pertains to the question I'm going to ask you, other people could look at it a as really cool. B as a joke for the night. C as what's going on. So my first question is, what was the crowd's reaction? Because probably not everybody was aware that you were going to come out as the ring boy that night. And were you the only ring boy, or was there was there somebody else working with you?
2: I was the only ring boy. I was uh, partnered with uh, the vets, uh, the Phoenix uh, ladies vets that were Jess and um, Natasha. Uh, they were the true pros and helped me. You know, showed me the ropes all the way through. Um, but no, it was it was fun the whole way through. Uh, obviously, when uh, when the when females walk around as ring card holders, it's not really much of a, you know, a different sight. So, you know, everyone was kind of as always respectful and, you know, taking it in. And then when I went out, um, the crowd cheered, uh, because in many ways, it's not something like you mentioned that normally would I'd uh, be happy and Invicta in some ways is creating history. And uh, I was just a par- uh, glad to be a part of it.
1: All right. So now let's get down to the nut cutting, Elias. I wasn't there. I know you got a strut. I know you walk with a swagger, right? I share that little quality myself once in a while. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> when you got up there, did you shake it? Did you move it? Did you have a special walk that you practiced?
2: Well, these hips naturally don't lie. So there's a little <laughs> bit of uh, <laughs> phenomenal dancer, but who's talking? But who's uh, but, <laughs> but it's neither here nor there. But right. point being, um, I know I, I honestly had fun with it. I I waved, I pointed, I smiled, and I even blew a couple of kisses at the the really excited fans. Um, no, it, again, really excited to like start the conversation. And I think I I don't know in some ways with my personality. Uh, was the right fit to kind of run with this. And, uh, you know, the whole Invicta team was amazing uh, through and through. And I'm excited to say that this isn't just a one-time wonder. I'm planning to be a part of the May 4th event for Invicta 29. And uh, if all goes well, a staple in the Invicta team.
1: Well, you know, I'm a fan of Shannon, and she does a great job. And she's always looking to expand her marketing aspects, which she's doing here. But I will say, you've got to be an equal opportunity ring boy, Elias. When you do this, when you blow kisses, you got to blow them to the girls and the guys that are yelling at you too. You got to give everybody their highlight. So you got to be one hundred percent. Exactly, exactly. It's what the world is all about. Now you you got to make everybody happy, Elias. Let's just put it that way, right? Exactly. (laughs) One hundred ten percent.
2: One hundred ten percent. I do not discriminate. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right so how many phone numbers got thrown at you and how many by women and how many by men throughout the evening
2: <laughs> well technically 50 50 <laughs> but um, <laughs> no but uh point being uh it, it was fun it, it was just an amazing experience and um no i'm really excited uh obviously um you know like i mentioned to start the conversation but i am trying to build something larger i actually own the trademark for ring boy now and um the game plan is actually to make a uh, a calendar of uh, ring boys of MMA and uh, approach other UFC fighters and talk to them about uh, jumping in. And if all goes well, um, you know, making a real big thing out of this.
1: I don't know, TJ, what do you think? You think I should take off the shirt and go for a little uh, sideline marketing to my brand and maybe do one of these events?
2: Oh,
0: without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> you'd, you'd probably be cover boy. Uh, you yeah, never know. He's not wrong.
2: He's not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> All
1: right. We'll see what happens, Elias. No, no question. Listen, you've got the personality. You're definitely a man that thinks ahead of and outside of his guns, which I, I like when I talk to you. I've always enjoyed spending time with you, Elias. You're a smart cat. So roll he's with it. Control. Thank you so much, sir. Work, roll with it. Work with the brand. Don't lose track of your base, which is your extraordinary fighting abilities. Now, what is your next go inside the octagon? What do we have to look forward to for you?
2: Yeah, I'm excited, Uh, and actually, it all fits in together. Um, Part of the reason why I'm going to be fighting in UFC Liverpool uh, May 27th is because the fact that this Ring Boy um, endeavor went viral in the UK, as I mentioned, Um, it was removed from uh, you know ring card holders in regards to Formula One and um, and uh, darts, but now I I get to show there not as Ring Boy. But rather as an MMA fighter, like you mentioned, which got me to the dance in the first place. And right. coming all full circle, these hips don't lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that should be another tagline for the ring boys. These <laughs> hips don't lie. There you go. Ring boys, these hips don't lie. Friday, Friday night better <laughs> when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm here to help. I'm here to help. You know, the the Formula One you mentioned, the Six Degrees of Separation, I had Michael announce the opening of the Formula One. They they infused themselves with a half billion dollars recently for all new marketing worldwide, and they came to Austin, Texas, and came to me um, to have Michael announce the event, which he did in full grandeur. So it's funny. On one end, they're bringing the, the most famous announcer and boxing announcer in the world of all time, and on the other end, they're killing the ring girls. <laughs> I wonder if they yeah. know exactly where they're going. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, listen, Elias, we have you on the thing. I don't on the show, rather the thing, the show, my thing, whatever. <laughs> I, I I I want to uh, go over two twenty three coming up Saturday. This huge pay per view show. Can you give us a couple more minutes to just discuss a couple fights with us, and then we'll let you go. Okay. So we've got two. Thank you. We've got two twenty three. Habib who now versing Max versus Max Holloway. So TJ, the question I have is, and this makes me think about you know doing something stupid like severing your ACL at a lip sync contest I don't know who the hell does that (laughs) (laughs) and and then Ferguson did did I hear this right I mean I remember when Kevin Randleman slipped on a cable and knocked himself out and I had to announce that at like UFC 24 or something to 1800 people in the audience is that what happened did he slip and now he's got to live with this in his head as I know what it's like to live with why did I do this when it didn't mean anything on how I did it Type thing hurting yeah. my body.
0: Yeah, that's what is I that heard. What happened? I, I really? Heard, I heard he was doing some uh, promotional things at uh, Fox, and and he saw someone that he wanted to go say hello to, and uh, you know studios are dark, dark in there, and he uh, slipped on a cable, and unfortunately um, uh, hurt his knee. But
1: yeah, uh, I heard. I heard it. I, I got the dope yesterday. Um, it was his LCL, which is the outside, um, yep. and from my trainers, uh, my rehab person. You know, I still train hard multiple times a week to keep my knee strong because I don't have an ACL from my last injury. But um, he says six months minimum. And, and it's like it's so tragic. I got t- I actually, you know, like mentally got tears in my eyes because I know how big this fight is for Max. Excuse me. Excuse me. For, for Tony. Now for Max. And Elias, you can relate to this because you're a warrior. He's going in. God knows what the payday on this was going to be. I'm going to say he could have hit seven figures or more. I don't mm-hmm. even know. I'm not the powers that be. Uh, the career movement, everything else. And now he's laid up minimum six months before he can even make contact with a bag with his leg from what i heard yesterday if i'm incorrect or correct it's still bad and no money for this fight all the money spent for training i guess he doesn't get any money he's out right he he, there's no there's no remuneration whatsoever for the for the couple months of hard work put in already it's just a matter of waiting the eight months what a tough position to be in
2: no 110 percent, and that's you know one of the Issues of essentially being a, a contract worker, and it's not until payday, right, or fight day, rather, was what I meant that becomes payday. Uh, no, and even and even worse, I think, with him because of the fact that it was an interim belt. Uh, there's even question whether he's still an interim champion now that it's going to be put up for grabs on fight night, which is this Saturday. So it, beyond the actual the money, the this specific money, uh, you know, this specific opportunity to uh, unify the belt and become a champion and, and the millions of dollars that we already talked about, it's also calling into question next fight, because if he's no longer interim champion, then the amount that he gets next fight is reducedly uh, severed as well. So, um, it, it, again, it's well beyond the coulda, woulda, should haves it's, it's in the seven figures coulda, woulda, shoulda.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, he's not going to feel as bad as John Jones will for the next two to four yes. years waking up every morning, yes. but it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough go. And I feel I Tony's such a cool guy. I mean, I, I mean, I listen, I've met like four a-holes in 22 years of announcing and I'm not going to mention who they are. You may even know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the, but, the, but the bottom line is the warriors are great. I mean, you know, we're all martial artists. It's about pride and honor and respect and just when you like somebody, you meet, when I meet people like you that I respect so much, Elias, when these situations happen, like has happened to Tony, all I can say is I feel it. I just don't walk away from this and go, oh, well, fight's off next. Go go figure next. I'm not that way. I really feel for this. When I heard this, it really disturbed me yesterday. But Max, now he's stepping up the bat. Max is a great kid. I, you know, I'm looking forward to still a great fight with this monster, Khabib, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. May the best man win. But Saturday night, Joanna check. Rose, Nami, units. First off, Elias, Max Holloway, and, and Khabib. Give us a quickly a quickly uh, dissertation. On how you see that fight, and then tell me about Rose.
2: Enjoy. Yeah, no, I think uh, obviously Khabib's going into this as the um, the front runner, especially because of the fact that he's beyond just the fact that he is the one that has been preparing for this, and Max is coming off an injury of his own, right? And that's why he had to pull out against Frankie Edgar. So there, there's aspect in regards to that, but. Uh, Max has the opportunity um, to jump in there and not have the same stressors that Khabib and Tony had going through this. Um, I think it's almost you know a win-win. Regardless, he's still going to be champion at 145, and he has the opportunity to you know make a, a boatload of money and um, you know create history. And even more so beyond uh, you know becoming champ champ, he might be the only the first ever champ champ to actually defend a belt. So. Um, there's also the, the, the opportunity there as well, but you know, going in, I have to say Khabib definitely has the, the, the opportunity going past the second, uh, the, the further it kind of goes, um, into those championship rounds, not because Max isn't necessarily a champion, but because the fact that he's not necessarily as prepared as Khabib is, but all the, all the power to him.
1: So do you feel that there's, uh, any kind of size differential here or strength differential in any way in this fight?
2: Uh, Max has the strike. Uh, uh, advantage, one hundred ten percent. He's, uh, you know, they're both, they're both very good at going forward in their own way. Max through strikes, and obviously Khabib with his own, uh, you know, Khabib time uh, grappling and his ability to just smother people. Um, we obviously saw that in his last uh, bout, um, it just squeezing the limbs or the the life out of Barboza, and just you know turning a striker into a wet noodle when he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, comparatively, but, uh, Max has competed against uh, high level grapplers before, and he has really good defense. Um, I think his, his first three rounds are his greatest opportunity, but you know, anything can happen in a fight. Um, the, the weight difference is going to be a thing, but not really the height difference because they're, they're both Max is a tall individual. So I think he, you know, he'll, I, I can't off the top of my head, remember the, the exact, uh, you know, reach, et cetera. But um, I, I'm pretty sure they're they're fairly uh, similar. With actually Max, I can almost see him having the longer reach. I, I think Khabib's more a little bit um, stumpy in regards to his, uh, you know, uh, reach and whatnot. But uh, again, I think <laughs> did this
1: you is... did you say did you say stumpy? What a what a cool yeah. choice of words.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went with it. Um, <laughs> I, I just think in the regards to the, the the difference in regards to just the anatomy. Um, I think. Um, I've seen him. He's, he's a big individual for 155, and he's someone that you could definitely see going to 170. But I think his body type is you know very much pulling people into him, which which, which is what he's been doing his whole life as a grappler. Uh, right. Whereas Max Holloway, in many ways, is um, you know putting jabs out there, strikes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and trying to break rhythm uh, before you know doing what he does. Um, right. I, this is the this is, I think in many ways is the best option for them to kind of put together um on six days notice it's you know a champion versus champion uh fight and it's exciting nonetheless
1: yeah very exciting you know khabib's 25 and 0 undefeated max is 19 and 3 uh as far as the reach is concerned uh the leg reach is a two inch differential 40 inches for khabib two inches more for max on the reach arm reach uh 70 inches for khabib one inch less 69 for max so there's a Yeah, it's not that big a differential, but it is a differential. And one thing i forget if you or I actually pointed out to our listeners that are not fully aware, Max is the current UFC featherweight champion. Max wins a lightweight title. He's going to hold two belts, right? Yeah. Two belts, two legit belts. Nobody can argue with that. He's going to be a very busy man. This is a big night for Max and a big night for Khabib. Again, may the best man win. Now, as we go down the list, you got Joanna and Rose. How do you see this? Do you see the same thing happening again? Or do you see what I see is I see Ioana being so, as a great fighters are in loss, they become better in defeat and they become better fighters in their next fight. I think Ioana as well as Rose are going to be two major forces to reckon with. I don't know how to call this fight. I think it's going to go at least three or more rounds and it's going to be a brawl for it all.
2: I definitely agree that it's going to be a lot longer than the last one Um, or not a lot longer, because it did go into the second, one, a second round in the um, in the first going. Uh, you know, I, I was, just like many every, many other people, very surprised of the outcome of the fight, especially in the way it happened. Uh, I don't think that many people saw Rose knocking out Ioana um, in, in the way she did. You know, a much more of a grind or, you know, pace set um, uh, ability to kind of squeeze it out. But I, I got to go with Rose on this one, because she was... You know, she. I think she's still very much in the minor. You wanna. You know, she is a champion. Uh, she uh, she is a former champion, obviously, and she has dealt with adversity before in her in her kickboxing um, career. But I, I think that Rose has shown. You know, kind of almost the antidote to the the boogie woman. Um, she did it in the first time, and I think you know it might not be as quick, but I, I still think she's going to get her hand raised.
1: Can't wait to see it. May the best woman win. There we go on that one. Now I'm going to run down a list. Uh, no need to really comment too far, but just while you're on, say whatever you want. I'm going to go down the other ballots. The card is loaded. On the main card, Calvin Qatar, Hanato Moicano. A fight I'm looking forward to very much, along with all the other fights, is Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis. I think that's going to be an excellent fight. And a fight that could possibly be the fight of the night is Paul Felder and Al Ayakinta. I- that has got a lot going on. it. Then you got Carolina Kowal. Co- help me out, TJ. Before I go into my rehearsal, uh, Carolina Kovacavich. Kovacavich, Okay. I usually have it phonetically, so pardon me if I <laughs> brain farted there. And Felix Herrick. I think that's going to be going for it all. And then the question is, will Conor McGregor show up in Brooklyn, New York, because his buddy Artem Lebov is, is fighting Alex Caseras? Um, yeah. That was, well,
2: yeah. That was something that they've already talked about before, but now obviously the you know the attachment with Khabib and now Max Holloway. Um, there, there's history in regards to Max as well. So it's an amazing thing to to see that this kind of happened by happenstance.
1: I, I wouldn't mind a little Conor McGregor excitement. We haven't had any live at a UFC event for a while. It'd be great to uh, see how he reacts during the main event and what he says to whoever wins the main event, you know, who knows <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No,
2: he, again, he's, um, he's someone that definitely, uh, you know, will hover over in regards to the, the implications of it. it, it again, uh, the MMA gods, they giveth and they taketh, but sometimes they giveth again. So there, there's a huge opportunity for this card.
1: Exactly. Okay. And one, yeah. one last fight I want to mention is one of your countrymen, Olivier Aubin-Mercier, uh, fighting yes. Evan Dunham. That should be a very, very entertaining fight. So I'm looking forward to a great Saturday night, all the UFC fans listening. It's UFC 223, Brooklyn, New York. It's pay-per-view. As I always say on this show, when there's a great UFC coming on, much less all the fine UFCs that always come on, weekly and monthly, if you're a true UFC fan and you don't buy this pay-per-view, A, you're not a true UFC fan, unless you're getting married that night or it's your mom's birthday celebration. You should be watching the UFC. Does that sound right, Elias? Uh, that only well, terrible? even
0: then, they got that it app on your phone. They got that app on your phone, so, you know. Exactly. You're,
1: you're getting married, just have one of the Grimsman hold on to it. Let you know what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Elias, thanks for coming on the show. I'm going to let you go. I know you're a busy man. you got movies to make. Uh, ring card work to do girls to, you know, say hello to just must be a hell of a life being Elias Theodoro. Is it like great right now? Are you enjoying it?
2: No complaints. Uh, I'm really excited for, um, you know, obviously the next fight and everything in between. Um, but you know, the, the reward for hard work is more hard work. So excited to keep on keeping on.
1: I always say, Elias, the trick, the hard work is not getting to the point of being successful. Yes, that's hard in itself. The hardest part is staying successful and staying relevant. That's where your work really, really begins. And you got to be smarter than 100%. 100%. ever. And I'll be, in Liber- I'll be in Liverpool, ready to announce you. Uh, who's your opponent in Liverpool? Pardon me, because I have not seen the cards yet.
2: Dead man. Doesn't matter what his name is. No, I'm kidding. Nah, what's it <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Trevor Smith. Um, he's, uh, I believe, D one D1, D2 wrestler. He's a tough dude. He's coming off a win off of Chris Camosi. Um, he's a wrestler, but I'm going to look to give him all the answers. Uh, and uh, just take it to him. I think I can break him with my pace and get the finish.
1: Very cool. He's a, he's a very tough dude. Tough fight. I know you'll step up for it, and I'll be there for you, and I'll do everything I can to get you more enhanced when you step in that octagon.
2: The, again, you doing you, and uh, right before, uh, the fight is always 110% already. So I, I truly appreciate always have you there. It's it's always an honor to be called. My fight to be called by you, sir.
1: Thanks, Elias. And then afterwards, we're in Liverpool, brother. We might have to tip a couple of pints. We're in Liverpool. Yeah.
2: Make it a couple more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got it, buddy. That's okay. It's all there for you. Thanks, Elias. I will see you in May. And uh, everybody, tune into Elias' podcast, which is called The Maine Event. Now, when I say Maine, I'm not talking about the state, I'm not talking about the M A am talking about the incredible Maine of hair on ring boy extraordinaire, Elias Theodoro. Am I correct in that, the main event? Yes.
2: Yes, you are, sir. And that's something that I, I think you would appreciate, trademark included.
1: Nice. I like smart people, and I never I never thought anything less of you since the first day I met you. You're a sharp cat, Elias. Keep it going. Hey, All the best for success, my friend. Hey,
0: Bruce, he was going to have me produce the main event podcast, and then he saw a picture of me and realized I didn't have any hair, and then somehow he <laughs> hired somebody else. I don't, I don't know what happened. That, you know what? That sounds like a personal problem.
2: <laughs> hey, bald is beautiful, it, damn it. it. It is beautiful, sir. It is beautiful.
0: You're, you're my favorite Phoenix guy, Elias. <laughs> I
2: appreciate it, DJ. All
1: right, Elias, you take care. I'll see you in England. If you need a wingman, you let me know after the fight. We'll go out and have a few pints.
2: Sounds like a plan.
1: All right, Elias, take care, buddy.
2: Take care. Thank you.
1: There he is. Elias Theodoro, you know, very entertaining, very intelligent man. Um, Good to have him on the show. You know, I got to give him credit, man. He comes up with the ring boy thing. A lot of guys would be hesitant even to think about something like that. But, you know, in this life, to be self-deprecating, which basically means you're willing to make fun of yourself, willing to do things that are funny. I love doing that stuff all the time. You know, you got to laugh. You got to be able to laugh at yourself, too. So good for him. Great sense of humor. But he's got an idea there that could grow into something along with everything else he has on the table. So great having Elias on the show. Uh, let's move on. and am going to close off the show with a couple of items right now. Um, let me just see here. TJ, before we close off, I came across one thing. Uh, the rules for NFL cheerleaders. Have you ever seen the rules for NFL cheerleaders? I did not know there were rules. I'm going to read you three rules from the New Orleans Saints that was published on CNN. Cheerleaders cannot contact players or respond to messages from them or like Any of their social media photos. That's number one. number Number two, must avoid making eye contact and move to the side if they encounter a player in the tunnel that leads into the stadium. Number three, must, this is wild, must leave a restaurant, bar, or party if an NFL player is already there or arrives after them. What the heck is this all about? Is this I, the way it is across the board?
0: Just, I mean, why not just have it say, look, we don't want any of the players to be dating any of the cheerleaders. That, that, I that's mean, that's I, all you got to say. Don't say, yeah, don't, fraternize, don't fraternize, don't eat in the right. same restaurant, don't uh, stand next to each other. Like, I, I don't know. And, and honestly, too, I, I just don't think you have the right to tell people who they can and can't associate with based on your employment.
1: This is almost like a violation of the Fifth Amendment in a weird sort of way. It's just, it's like freedom is, it's just weird. But I can understand the reasons you have to have these rules, which involves the non-fraternization type situation, which I always thought was just the only case. But my God, these cheerleaders aren't even getting paid anything to do what they do. It's very, very minimal. It's it's just all about developing what you can out of it. Pretty, pretty tough rules. Just wondering if that's league wide. I don't know.
0: Well, we know it's not that way between octagon girls and fighters. We definitely know that.
1: I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> the, the, uh, no, I will say a word. Yes, octagon girls can say hi to fighters. We pass well, them all the time. They, well, they yeah. end up dating each other. They end up getting married sometimes. Which ones got married?
0: Well, Tito Ortiz, I believe, is, is married to Amber Nicole Miller.
1: Is he formally married to Amber?
0: No, no, not formally. He's now. He's formally
1: married to Jenna Jameson. So he they, he and Amber did actually get married? If they didn't get married, they might as well be married. Yeah, they, you know what, they were both at my birthday party, and I, I've known Amber forever, and Tito forever, and you know, I, Tito's a good friend, I like Tito a lot, and Amber's just a quality person, Amber's a great girl, she's so much fun to hang out with, Tito, uh, it's amazing since she came back to his life, not amazing, excuse me, um, it's very cool to see that since she came back to his life, it's made Tito, as as far as what he has told me, the best person he could possibly be ever in his life. And I love hearing that when people talk about their mates. I think that's really, really
0: all cool. right. They're not married, but I mean, they're, they're everywhere
1: together. Yeah, no, they're, they're in love. Yeah. They, they make a great couple. One last thing uh, our listeners under the age of 30 might not be fully aware of what a big star this man was, but Burt Reynolds, was the highest box office earner as a movie star. And I'm talking a mega movie star, not what people refer to stars today. I'm talking a mega movie star for like six years. He's 82 years old now. And for those of you watching uh, TV, whether you watch it on direct TV or voodoo or whatever, there's a film that she just released called the last movie star, which is about a aging movie star who was one of the biggest action heroes ever, biggest grossing film stars ever And suddenly now is 82, and it's about the point he's at in his life at that point. Now, obviously, this is Burt Reynolds starring in a film which is basically focused around the career of Burt Reynolds. And you will see exactly more when you watch this. I always give recommendations from week to week and time to time on the show. My recommendation for this week, for those of you that are fans of Burt Reynolds or know who he is or want to see a very fine film about being in your heyday, being in your prime, being extremely successful, and then see where life takes you after all that stops. The last movie star. High recommendation from me, Bruce Buffer, Burt Reynolds. Catch it if you can watch it. Everybody, keep your recordings coming in. Uh, did a, God, I teach you. I did so many weddings in the last week. Is this a big month to get married?
0: Well, just, June is generally the month to get married, but maybe they're getting them done now. You know what I mean? Like getting, uh, getting them in the can, as we say in the business.
1: Yeah, you know what I I, I should. You're right, exactly. Yeah, these weddings in May and June, but they, you know they want them early to set them up for um, their DJ, both the videos and the audios. I do. This is a strange one. I got. I'm not going to mention names out of respect to them and their wedding, but it's so cool what they're doing. So cool. I'm introducing them as sword fighting champions, and I think they're going to have a sword fight at their wedding at the reception. Oh wow, that's originality. I mean, don't you think? I've never seen that before. Yeah, I never have either. I hope they post a video. I'd like to see this one. And again, no disrespect to their wedding, all the encouragement and respect for their wedding. But you win the award for the most original wedding intro that I've ever done in that respect. So keep those keep those coming in, folks. Uh, Go to BruceBuffer.com. That's where you get all the information. Our wonderful, beautiful Kristen will probably be the one to answer you and arrange everything for you. TJ, anything you want to tell everybody before we go?
0: No, it's a pretty quiet month for myself here in the month of April, which is nice. Baseball's back in season. It's nice to watch uh, my Minnesota Twins on, on television once again. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. The, the temperatures here in Southern California are heating up a little bit in the daytime. And uh, it's great. It's spring break right now for my son, so I get to hang out with him a little bit. And,
1: uh, yeah, all is good, man. Very cool. Yeah, I've been having fun with the boys. Rupert had last week off. Henry's got this week off. And I'm working on hopefully today securing uh, two Kings tickets to the last L.A. King game at Staples tomorrow evening and surprising my boy with that and be me and him for Uncle Bruce and Henry Day. Godfather and Godson going out and having a great time. There you go, man. Enjoy it. One of my best wingmen right there. Henry. Good wingman. There you go. <laughs> Got to teach them when they're young how to be respectful. All right. Listen, everybody. Treat everybody around you with respect. That's a big word here on his time radio, obviously. Set your goals, write them down, choose the path that you want to take. And when you get on that path, be the best you can be. Do your research, be a winner, achieve it. Write those goals down and you will fulfill your dreams. That's what we're all about on It's Time Radio. It's about winning and be the best person you can be. So be the role model and the best role model you you can be to your sphere of influence. And life is just not about how happy you are, but it's also about making people around you happy and being honest and strong. With that being said, I'll be back next week. And it'll be the first week on our new host, Revolver, for It's Time Radio. Can't wait, TJ. It's going to be a great trip with this new company we're working with. Everybody, we'll see you next week, give you a lot more info. Buffer out. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to
0: DeSantisProd at gmail.com. The world has changed,
2: and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call and collaborate. To learn more, visit microsoft.com/teams. The world has changed and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call and collaborate. To learn more, visit microsoft.com/teams.